This is The Bookshelf from NHPR. I'm Peter Biello. When Cindy Copeland was in the seventh grade in the early 1970s, an English teacher encouraged her to become a writer. Shortly after that, the Keene resident landed an internship as a cub reporter with a local journalist, following her to public meetings and learning how to question people in power, most of them men. And Cindy did all of this while navigating the tricky minefield of fraught friendships, cliques, and bullying that so often characterize life in junior high. This month, Copeland publishes a graphic memoir for young adults about this coming-of-age moment in her own life. It's called Cub. And Cindy Copeland is here now to talk about it. Welcome. Thank you so much. So in Cub, uh, young Cindy really admires her English teacher who encourages her to become a writer. Is that how that happened for you? That is exactly how that happened for me. I have a very strong memory of that. I loved my English teacher, Mrs. Schultz. And I remember being at the school one day a little late and she was sitting alone in her room and I just wanted to tell her how much I loved her and how much I admired her. And I said, when I grow up, I want to be an English teacher, too. And she said, you know, I love teaching, and I think you'd be a great teacher, but you might be a better writer, and I'm going to see what I can do to make that happen for you. And so she called the local newspaper and found a young female journalist willing to mentor me, Leslie Jacobs. And it was wonderful. From there on, Leslie pulled up on her Volkswagen Beetle in front of my house, and um, she was cool and hip, and she was uh, probably the first real feminist I got to know well, and she took me off, and we went to different events around town and meetings, and um, it, was just, it was just really terrific. It was, it was a, wonderful, a wonderful adventure. In this book, Cindy is juggling two different worlds. She's got the the world of journalism that that Leslie Jacobs is introducing her to. Right. Uh, And there's also the world of of middle school drama where there, uh, as Cindy characterizes it in the book, there's there's groups of predators, you know, the bullies. Right. A a small group. And then the rest of the kids who are considered the prey, quote unquote, who just try to lay low and stay out of their way and be be nice to each other. Um, How do you see those two worlds braiding together, the world of the journalism that Cindy is learning and the world that she's experiencing? at school? What Cindy in the story and real Cindy needed was just a real shot of self-confidence to be able to stand up to kids in school um, when when it was needed. And I I also think an outside activity uh, of any kind, really, for for kids today as well, whether it's um, writing like I had and taking photos or dance or music, whatever it is, an outside activity lens perspective. I think those social interactions feel so high stakes when you're 12 years old. Every single thing that happens in school feels huge. But when you have something happening outside of school that is, that's really a passion, that's really an interest of yours, it helps you to get perspective on what's happening, you know, in school. And it just gives balance to uh, your life as, as a young person. So I think um, that's one of the takeaways I hope kids kids get from the book, too. Uh, in addition to the important role that journalists and journalism play in a, in a democracy, I hope they take away the importance of having passions and pursuits outside of school. One of the elements in this book is the sexism that uh, Cindy faces. Leslie also, to a certain extent, faces it. There was one scene where, you know, Cindy is hearing her father sort of heap praise and encouragement for, for professional development among her, her brothers of a similar age, but none of that goes right. to Cindy. I mean, the, the, the panel drawn in this book is that, you know, dad's at the kitchen table with both the brothers and Cindy's at the sink with mom washing dishes. Right. Tell us a little bit about the sexism here. Why did you want to explore that in this book? 
So my family was very, very loving, but very old fashioned. And my dad, you know, he wanted my brothers to be successful and he wanted me to be safe. I think that's how I described it in the book. And that's actually what was true. He was very protective of me and very loving. But I don't think he envisioned the kind of future for me that he did for my brothers. Um, He was just an old fashioned dad. Um, This was in the early 70s, by the way. Exactly. And I would say my dad was probably more of a dad even of the 50s, say, than, you know, the 60s and 70s. Yeah, he was very old fashioned. And so, right, part of the story is having him see me in a different way and having him be able to envision for me the same kinds of exciting career possibilities that he did for my brothers. Um, And so that's a moment in the story where um, I get a photo published in the newspaper and he suddenly looks at me in a different way and then decides he's going to build me a dark room in the house. I think he saw me as a you know, soon to be young woman who is going to be looking at my career options, you know, as opposed to just sort of wanting me to marry well. I think <laughs> that he actually saw that, um, you know, that there were some really interesting uh, professional opportunities for me in the future. Is Leslie Jacobs still alive? She is not. She is not. She is not. However, Mrs. Schultz, my English teacher, is. I tracked her down. She's living in Florida. She retired from teaching, and she was so happy to hear from me. And she actually wrote me a note that said something to the effect of, I always wondered if I'd made any impact on my students in all my years of teaching. And I'm so grateful that you reached out to me and told me that you that you had. So there's another kind of subtle message is everybody thank your teachers because um, she changed the trajectory of my life. I uh, She opened up my eyes to what women could do for careers and just having my favorite teacher say to me, you're good at this and you could do this as a career was so impactful, so meaningful to me. Well, Cindy Copeland, thank you very much for speaking with me. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Cindy Copeland of Keene is the author of Cub. It's the new graphic memoir for young adults. And as you heard in the interview, it takes place in the 70s. Cindy has put together a Spotify playlist of all the music that she loves from that era. You can find that as well as Cindy's top five reading recommendations at our website, nhpr.org. Send us your reading recommendations if you have them. Our email address is books at nhpr.org. Tell us your name, the name of the book, and why you like the book so much. Again, books at nhpr.org. You can also tweet us at NHPR Bookshelf. This is The Bookshelf from NHPR. I'm Peter Biello. Thank you very much for listening.